Hello, you're listening to the Ambition Podcast. I'm Ellen Buchan, Insights and Communications Executive for AMBA and BGA. This is part one of two special episodes where we introduce you to the finalists of the MBA Student of the Year Award as part of the AMBA and BGA Excellence Awards 2021. The winner will be announced in a special virtual event on the 29th of January 2021. The MBA Student of the Year Award recognises students who have shown exceptional career potential and who AMBA believes can act as ambassadors for the high quality of accredited MBAs and the opportunities these programmes provide for students from a wide range of different personal and professional backgrounds. Today I'll be speaking to Koshi Alexander from IE Business School, Kei Al from the AUC School of Business at the American University of Cairo, and Kiara Close from the UCD Michael Smurfit Graduate Business School, University College Dublin. Here are those interviews. Congratulations on being a finalist, Koshi. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, please? Of course. Thank you very much, Alan. So I um, am Koshi Alexander. I was born in India. I was raised between India and West Africa. And I've been living now in New York for the last uh, 20 years. So right from a young age, I've really been exposed to uh, different cultures. And my parents are both teachers. And um, I remember, like, even as a child, there's been this uh, idea of, you know, acquiring knowledge and learning, sometimes even just for the sake of it, that's been instilled in me by my parents. And um, when I was young, I, I had a biology teacher who uh, once told us in, in class, you know, things in life will come and go. It, money can come and go. Fame can come and go. There's one thing that nobody can take away from you, and that's education. So this is really like how I would define my childhood. There was a lot of, you know, importance given to education, learning, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was always reading books when I was out of, uh, you know, classes. And um, currently I'm a doctor. I'm specialized in geriatrics. And I work in a particular area of geriatrics called geriatric oncology. So that's providing medical care to, or geriatric care, to patients with cancer. It's a lot of risk stratifications and managing patients through the cancer trajectory. So could you tell me what qualities you think defines the AMBA student of the year? Sure. So I think one of the things that uh, is important for AMBA is the diversity, right? Giving opportunities to uh, students or people from different backgrounds, not just diversity in, in their personal lives, but also in what they do. So that really is what I am, right? I mean, having been raised in two continents, living in a third. And if you look at my um, uh, professional trajectory as well, that's it's not a very usual one for uh, the MBA. So uh, MDs going into, M- into MBA was not really heard of before. The other ways happen, people who've already had MBAs going into uh, the healthcare field happens perhaps a little bit more often. But these days we are seeing an increase in uh, physicians who are, are going into MBAs. So this really is the diversity aspect of me, which I think is important for Amber. And um, in this day and age, I think it's particularly important for us to bring awareness to the healthcare field that physicians really would benefit from having an MBA. So I think we do need an ambassador. So who better to bring this to the healthcare field than someone who's actually done an MBA? So I think these are some of the the, the traits that I think uh, I could bring in um, if I were chosen as uh, the, the student of the year. So. Absolutely. And if you were to win this award, 
how would it make a difference to you personally? That's an interesting question. I think I'll answer it perhaps in uh, in two steps. One is the personal aspect of it is that, you know, this is really validation, right? I mean, of course, you've got the MBA. The academic part is something else, but also to be recognized on a bigger stage um, really tells you that, yes, I mean, you did well in going in this direction. So if you look at physicians, I mean, normally if we want to do something more than just an MD, the usual paths that we take is either going into a PhD or getting an MPH. So the MBA track is a little bit unusual for us. So that's why I think this validation would really, really uh, be important for me because it's, it's telling you, yes, yeah, you can step out of what you normally do, go into something completely different and excel in it. So that's just the personal part of it. And then I would also say that, you know, the fact that, uh, someone who's a physician who goes into a field that's completely unknown to them and does well and is recognized in there can speak um, volumes to other physicians. So it also helps the entire community, I think, not just the MBAs, but also the MDs to see that this is possible and that it's achievable. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today and good luck. Thank you very much, Helen. Can you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. So my name is Kei Ao. Um, originally, I'm American. I'm Chinese-American. Um, and I guess I kind of see myself as like a third culture child, really, because I grew up, you know, balancing two different cultures between my Chinese side and my American side. Um, but then after graduating from university, I've been living in Africa for um, five years across different countries, traveled around. Um, I've learned to speak six different languages. Um, and basically, this has really shaped how I view the world. So originally, my background was in animation, which um, I studied at the University of Southern California. And then I decided to take that animation skill set and move to sub-Saharan Africa. So working in Tanzania, starting a fintech edtech startup called Mosabi that links financial education and animated education to capital opportunities for um, people who normally don't have access to loans. Um, so I think basically for me, I'm an individual who's really interested in creativity and storytelling, but also really, really passionate about social entrepreneurship in general, because I really want to stay relevant to you know global issues and seeing where I can best um, help solve problems. Um, so I'm also a student at the American University in Cairo. Um, we started a, a women of MBA club there as well as a book club that we um, we began during the pandemic. Um, and now I'm actually calling from Durban, um, where I'm spending the holidays and I'll be an exchange student. So kind of studying abroad abroad at Stellenbosch Business School in Cape Town soon. Oh, absolutely amazing. So what qualities do you think defines the AMBA Student of the Year? Um, I guess for me, I think the AMBA Student of the Year is someone who would use the business acumen and knowledge that they gained in the classroom to create a better world um, and lead with integrity, essentially. So I graduated from the University of Southern California. And for anyone out there who's listening who is a Trojan, um, we have five main qualities, <laughs> which is uh, that Trojans are faithful, scholarly, skillful, courageous, and ambitious. And I feel like 
these are really qualities that I've really tried to embody. And I think this really defines an AMBA student of the year. So someone who's, you know, like a lifelong learner, um, constantly challenging themselves, finding ways to stay informed and educated. And um, they understand their skills, their strengths, their weaknesses, and leverages them to be the best at what they do. Um, but they're also individuals who are courageous, not afraid to do the right thing. They're solving difficult problems, um, taking the path least taken. Um, and they're also adventurous and fun and constantly working to become the best version of themselves. Um, and I think personally, um, they're essentially someone who knows exactly who they are. They aim to succeed so that they can best benefit the world and the community around them. And just by um, looking at the profiles of my you know, fellow finalists, um, like Ramiro, Koshi, Ciara, Mittal, Leon, um, I feel like this applies to all the finalists that I've had the honor of coming up with. Um, just individuals who really embrace humanity for all of its beauties and flaws, and also works hard to make a positive change in within their university and also in the world. I think that sums it up really well. Um, lastly, if you were to win this award, how would it make a difference to you? Um, so firstly, I guess for me, even though my nationality is American, um, Africa is a huge part of my life. I've lived in um, Kenya, Tanzania, Egypt, and now South Africa. So for me, um, it would be such an honor to bring this award home to my university, which is the American University in Cairo, because I'm always really, really excited to highlight like my experiences and to show like what amazing um, opportunities and inspirations and learnings that this continent can bring. So I think to be able to be um, quote unquote, like a an African student or studying at an African university with this award, it would mean so much to me because what my vision is for AUC is that we can eventually draw more students to our MBA program because diversity is something that really, really, um, that really hits home for me, I think. And I really would love to highlight how there's amazing programs, you know, not only in the States and in Europe, but also amazing programs in Africa. So AUC, for example, Gids, Stellenbosch University. And this MBA, it taught me so many things that I didn't know, of course, but it also taught me that there's a lot of people, even within my cohort, who go on to do great things, who know as little as I do. So I'm very, very thankful to my university um, because it really helps me you know, build skill sets, but also build the confidence and the mentality to understand that I don't have to have all my ducks in a row to really continue and start building something, you know, impactful. Um, and lastly, I think personally, what this award would help me with is that it would help me grow my network with other like-minded individuals. So something that I really love to do is to meet other change makers from all work walks of life, um, putting our heads together and inspiring each other and creating conversations where we could better understand how to solve problems in the world. Um, so for my startup, for example, for Masabi, whenever we won competitions or awards or got accepted into incubators, this really linked us to greater global communities um, or a sub-Saharan African community or an African community in general with investors, entrepreneurs, academics, um, mentors who eventually became friends. Um, and I think something like this award would also likewise help me open more doors to judges, educators, classmates, 
and bring me to the greater AMBA community. So I guess, in a sense, I see it as a ladder. So winning this award and already just having the honor of being a finalist gives me more rungs for me to pull myself up and also bring others up with me to create a better future for all of us. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world and thank you so much for speaking to me today. Sure. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background and introduce yourself? Yeah, so uh, so my name is Kira, um, and I was nominated for the, the Student of the Year Award by, by my school, which is UCD um, Smurfish, uh, Michael Smurfish School of Graduate Business. Um, by background, I'm actually an electronic engineer. Um, and once I finished up my uh, my undergrad in, in engineering, and I suppose probably inspired by... Um, you know, by my love of Star Trek, I went and did a, a PhD in um, holographic materials. Um, so that was also at UCD. And I guess doing doing uh, a PhD in that kind of area, going to conferences and stuff, you get exposed to an awful lot of like deep technology. So then, you know, the idea of technology transfer from academia into business became something I was interested in. So when I finished the PhD, I went and I worked in a startup, uh, in a Wi-Fi technology startup then. Um, and I suppose at that time I was looking to try and, uh, you know, move a little bit beyond uh, the engineering space as well. So I started working with an organization called the Umbrella Foundation. Um, and so Umbrella work with um, trafficked and orphaned children in Nepal, like they're an, an Irish organization. So I was running running that um the Irish arm of that and, uh, and working in, in the startup. And I suppose my motivation for doing the MBA was, you know, working in those two, two areas really highlighted sort of my knowledge gaps and, and different things that I wanted to, to get a better understanding of, you know, finance and strategy and whatever. Um, so I went and did, did my MBA then in, in UCD. And at the end of my MBA program, uh, UCD were, uh, were kind enough to support me going over to, uh, New York. So I got to do a semester over in NYU. Stern. So I was getting to focus then on, on uh, more innovation and technology strategy, um, as well as sort of social and environmental impact. And then when I came back from New York, it was kind of straight into um, straight into the, the COVID lockdown. And I suppose probably like uh, like anybody, um, you know, without a medical background, you're trying to figure out like how can you contribute Um during during that time so um i kind of figured look you know i'd leverage what i learned through the mba and reached out to a couple of my colleagues uh from the mba program suzanne and emma as well as an old engineering friend of mine kevin and we set up uh come for covid so that was all about getting tablets into nursing homes and hospitals uh, all around ireland um so we raised about uh, 250,000 um euro worth of, of uh cash and tablets and we were able to deliver nearly 1200 tablets around the country and getting tablets to sort of older people um and more vulnerable people is a really important because i think you know as, as tough as lockdown is for a lot of us you know they're particularly isolated in nursing homes and and in hospital settings so it was a way for them to be able to stay in touch with their families and you know the great thing about it is it's still we're in, in our third lockdown now here in ireland and uh, you know the tablets are still still getting used so uh, my my next thing now is is kind of trying to leverage my engineering background and my nonprofit experience with the MBA. Uh, so I'm currently working on uh, starting up my own business, um, 
very much in that uh, age technology space or technology for for older people. Well, what an incredible thing to have done during the COVID times. Um, And yeah, sounds like a lot of exciting things to come. So what qualities do you think defines the Ambassador of the Year? So I suppose like, I mean, when you look at the, the, the nominees this year, and I think it's probably true of, of the nominees every year, like there's a, an enormous variation in um, people's backgrounds, uh, their education, their experience. So I think everybody probably brings, um, you know, a lot of different qualities to the table. Um, that said, there, there's definitely common threads. And I think um, central to those are uh, leadership work ethic and uh, teamwork and I think when you think of leadership it's very much like you know getting involved in uh in leadership positions within within the MBA class within the school you know taking on ambassadorial roles and kind of giving back to to what you've gotten out of doing the MBA program and then taking on leadership roles within society and then in terms of work ethic and drive you know there's obviously an academic element to it um but then there's also, you know, how do you add value? And, and you know, when you think of, of yourself and your classmates and, and your school, like what are the different opportunities that you can pursue and how can you, you benefit people around you? Um, and then, you know, t- uh, teamwork and collaboration, you know, the, the MBA journey isn't just about yourself. It's, it's also about everybody else that's in your class. It's about school and it's about enabling them to achieve what they, what they want to achieve. So I think there are, there are three sort of central, um, sort of central qualities to it. And I suppose like, you know, everybody's MBA uh, journey or trajectory is is going to be different, and everybody's goals for themselves are different. But but ultimately, I think doing an MBA is really about uh, you know increasing your ability to have impact. And you know, so the student of the year, you know, it's it's about to me. I think it, it it's about like you know the the growth that you've achieved. You know, from starting out to to kind of finishing up. Um, and it's how are you leveraging that to forge, uh, you know, a new a new path, or you know, how are you leveraging it to to have greater impact? Definitely, I think you've um, completely hit the ne- hit the nail on the head there. Um, so my last question for you is: looking into the future, if you were to win this award, how would it make a difference to you? Yeah, I think you know, being really honest, I think like even being nominated has already made a huge difference. Um, like the amount of people that have reached out uh, and have made made contact, like just since being nominated, um, has been absolutely staggering. And and you know, even just being connected with the other the other nominees and then meeting people through through Amber has you know it's already made a huge difference. Um, and you know, it, really, it is an honor to to have been nominated with such a such a great group of people. But I suppose everybody, you know, would, would be very happy to win the award. Like it would be an absolute privilege. Um, so I suppose what difference would it make to me? Um, I'd kind of look at that kind of professionally and personally. And professionally, you know, starting a new business, I think winning an award like this is, you know, it really adds to your credibility. It sort of demonstrates, you know, how you pursue excellence and, you know, your leadership skills. Um, and it also opens an awful lot of doors. Um, so, so there's that element to it. Um, I think also it's about um, reflecting on sort of the incredible opportunities uh, and support that I've gotten from uh, from my school, from UCD, and that's within the 
um, the the MBA program office. Um, that's from the academic staff, uh, you know, and, and like the marketing and uh, communications team as well. You know, when I was running that for COVID uh, campaign, you know, they they were amazing at kind of jumping in and supporting us and opening as many doors as they could. And and so I think winning the award is is kind of a reflection on on how they they contribute to um, to their students. And then on a I suppose on a personal level. You know, I'd, you know, wanted to do an MBA for a number of years before I actually applied to do one. And, you know, one of the things that stopped me was just a lack of confidence and, uh, you know, sort of that that imposter syndrome feeling. Um, so when I did decide I was going to put in the application, uh, one of my, my biggest champions was my brother. And he was like, you know, go do the GMAT, do brilliant that, you know, get uh, apply for the scholarships, you know, say yes to every opportunity. And he was he was an absolute immense cheerleader when he passed away about two months before I started the program. So I was very much at, at the you know, when, when I started, I was very much in two minds whether or not to uh, to defer the program for a year. Then I kind of figured, you know what, he'd absolutely be telling me to go gung ho. So, you know, I think winning is not only a reflection on sort of the work and the effort that went into the program, but it's a reflection, you know, of or a testament to my family and my friends and in particular to my brother. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about your brother, but um, yeah, I wish you all the luck in the world with the awards. And thank you so much for talking to me today. Thanks so much, Alan. Thank you to each of the finalists interviewed today. There will be a part two of this podcast where I'll be interviewing the other three MBA Student of the Year finalists. If you'd like more about leadership, head to www.associationofmbas.com forward slash ambition.